It's time for the best 60 minutes of your life. This is the Homer Hour, broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All studio at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. Alongside ESPN's John Anderson, here's Emmy Award winner Homer. minutes of your day and just as yesterday i did nothing and just listened to brian bulaga tonight i'm gonna do nothing and just listen to john anderson because i know how happy he is i caught your uh intro and i don't know why you didn't say you'd want to meet with yourself (laughs) um, as one of the uh elite uh in wisconsin sports history but that's you're just a nice guy. All right, let's go. I just want to listen to you. You just I said uh, I was on TMJ. I said I expect the Cowboys to kill him. I think it's not even. But I don't. But I don't care. It doesn't matter. And that's what you, everybody should be saying. But this has been a season of the Packers doing stuff no one thought possible. And maybe they'll uh, I will, pull it again. Uh, first off, I, a I will always care. B it's always like any of these things. If you had two more minutes to think about this. And I'm trying to think of people that could actually come because otherwise I would put Al McGuire on my list of people yeah. that I want in my boot. Like he would totally be in there, obviously, because he, he passed so many years ago he couldn't. But like if you could do have one of those all timer things, Al McGuire would would be on my list for sure. Uh, when it comes to, I don't fully, I don't expect them to get blown out really? at all. Why? How no, do you? So you have this? the ultimate faith in Joe Barry. Can we start on this right now? We finally have the little X. So now I yeah, can talk Yeah, I like that. I heard that. I think that's cool. That is for people, uh, and that's the what they put X. on anywhere you go to get the standings. Uh, they use X, Y. I don't know how they determine yeah. R. They have yeah, Zs for like the number one seed and mm-hmm. Ys. Well, all I know is they have the X, and I'm a numbers guy, and the X, Roman numeral X, that's number 10. That's Jordan Love. I'm in. I'm, all the numerology is going my way right now. Uh, but, no, I guess I don't ex- – here's a couple of things. I think they are really, really confident. I agree with going that. In. Especially the offense. Uh, I think this is one of those things where some, sometimes being a bit naive to the playoff thing might not hurt you at all. Uh, the Packers have a really good history of this. I think if you look at the Cowboys, even under McCarthy, they have a really good history of screwing this kind of thing up. Yeah, uh, but there, I there is no, as a number seven seed, there is no history. It's uh, only been around for three years, so you're basically a team that shouldn't have been in the playoffs or wouldn't have been yeah. for years. Sure, but the Cowboys in this go look, look at the Cowboys' history. Yeah. In the last 30 years. No, they yes, they're going to screw it up. Things. It's just a question of when. <laughs> I agree with of you how, that. How, how bad they've done. Like, hopefully this is where McCarthy sometimes his questionable clock management comes, maybe comes back and bites him. Yeah, if it's um, close, yes. Definitely. Uh, I do not hold ill will towards him. Like, I, I, I hope nobody does, right? He did he 13 great years for the Packers. No, you win a Super Bowl, you're in forever. He's in the club. Man's got a street named after him somewhere. Yes. I don't know. It's only like a block and a half. It's not like Lombardi Avenue. Um but uh, when but so they get him. Uh, I do think that the players on both sides, uh, especially the Dallas side, will be aware of that. 
Uh, but they have shown, and Dak Prescott has shown right now that he is not has not kind of given me I'm a super playoff reliable guy, or they wouldn't ask every year, right. and they do every year, whether it's in Dallas, Dallas Sports Radio, or Dallas Television, or First Take, is Dak the guy that can get you the, to the playoffs? Like, they've been asking that for seven years now. So this might be it, but right now, uh, I don't know that I have a ton of faith in him. The The problem you is... You have more faith in Joe Barry than you do in Dak Prescott? No. Nope. The problem I have here is that this has got kind of, I feel like, a wide range of outcomes. Sometimes you're like, okay, these are two teams. It's going to be a rock fight. No matter what you're going to do, it's going to be 21-17. I think you're right. There is potential if Joe Barry's crew is is not right or if the plan is not good and they get exploited, that then it could be a 49-24 game. So I do think there's that outcome as the floor, but I think the ceiling is there's a lot of reasons to think that they could certainly pull this off. Dallas hasn't – look at Dallas's wins. There's not a ton of super great dominant wins um, on that on their resume. So I, I, think, I think they're gettable, and I think if you're young, dumb, and confident that maybe that's the team that can march in there and go do it. And who knows what magic Aaron Rodgers will text Jordan Love on Sunday morning that will thus inspire him. Come on. That's that's said. That's sarcasm. It has to be. Get out. Yes. Uh, Honestly, I I just wanted to make sure. I don't know. I don't want to hear anything from Aaron Rodgers. He's a former player. People alone. I don't think he should be doing that. Years ago. Years ago. Because Bill Self has been at KU now, what, 20 years ago? So remember Bill coached Illinois, and they were very good. Yeah. And he left Illinois, and he told the guys in the locker room, I, I think I'm telling this right. I, I, I'm I sure you Bill are. For 30 years. But Bill said to the guys, listen, I love you guys, but I am no longer your coach. Okay? So you can't come to me right away with problems during the season. I'll talk to you obviously. Can't come to me in the problems during the season. I'm not going to text you during the season and say, hey, make sure you're setting that screen hard. That's not my job anymore. Love you guys. I'll be there forever. But that's the new head coaches. So he goes to Kansas, and Roy Williams, who had gone off North Carolina, kept texting his players at North Carolina. Hey, I love you. How's it going? What's doing that? Reach out to me anytime, blah, blah, blah. And I just think, like, no, no, you need the self-approach. You're not part of the team anymore. You don't get to keep one hand in it. And I feel like he's keep trying to, like, this little, I want to keep one hand in it so people know that I still like Green Bay, and I still love it, and I'm still there, and I'm not mad at anybody. Like, no, get out. You're done. Quit texting Jordan Love, even if it's love notes and these little, you know, little haikus or whatever he's sending him about beating the Bears, and get away. You're done here. It's not your team anymore. I don't care if they're your buddies. Uh, you got to stop that. So yes, decidedly tongue in cheek with Aaron Rodgers. Okay, I should have known that for sure, but I needed to clarify for the other people that may not have been, might not have been so obvious uh, to good. them. Uh, no, I uh, th- two thoughts. I think if they win, it'd be the biggest upset in the history of the Green Bay Packers in the playoffs. Um, and because not only are they seven and a half point underdogs, I don't know if they've ever been that large before. Maybe when they played San Francisco, remember? I don't know. Maybe they they uh, they went to San Francisco and they could beat the Forty ers Maybe yeah, that big underdog. But I was going to say, I don't think the is that the Kaepernick team that just ran all. No, over no, no, them? way ago, back in '95, I think oh, the first year the okay. Packers then lost to Dallas in the uh, okay. in the NFC Championship game. But I want to emphasize, so not only, but it would be even more amazing because they're a seven seed. There have been four games 
with a seventh seed, and they've been the the Titanic did better than three of the teams that lost. <laughs> One was reasonably close, so that it would be fitting for this team because they've already shocked the world. They've already ridden a bike halfway to Europe over the Atlantic, and now we're just asking them to continue to ride the bike the last half. And certainly, they feel I'm sure they're confident because they feel the offense exactly feels that they can score on anybody. You can't stop us. I, I can see how they feel that. We got the best quarterback in the NFL right now, the hottest quarterback. I don't care how long he's played. I don't care what his – it doesn't care matter. Just watch and observe his playing. They have the hottest quarterback in the NFL right now, right? Any team that has that into the playoffs is feeling good. They – listen, they bled some points on Sunday. Oh, lots. Kept going, the only bad thing is just like, God, yeah. why is this game – They would have lost him not for Joe not, Barry. Admit it. Wh- why not 39? His yeah. defense played really, yeah. really well. Now, it helps that you get to play Justin Fields again, who I think will be done in Chicago. Hold on one um, second. Uh, Pebble, they're telling me they can't hear John Anderson on the stream. Is that possible? We can't have a show if they can't hear seven, two and a half. Should be fixed now. Should be fixed. So that was exist. Yep. So, so that did exist. Good now. All right. Okay. Now we can. I mean, what's the point? We just canceled the show if they can't hear you. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. I'll just guy I, says I, I, I don't want to hear from anybody unless they high jump seven two and a half. I said, well, I'm out. Bevel, you high jumped seven two and a half in your life? Never. He's out. So all right, now we're back and on streaming. You can hear seven two and a half. All right. Have you go. ever jumped? Have you ever jumped three six and a quarter twice or three seven and a quarter twice? No, never have either. No, no. <laughs> we're not you know. in your club. We don't belong in your club. We don't even want you to try to put us in your club. Uh, not a, all um, right. Back to where you t- get back to what you were saying. We're all good now. Uh, I forget where we were, other than, yes, Barry's group came up really large against a team that was – the best thing was that that was, team was pretty hot, and Justin Field had played well. So I don't know what they did. I don't know why they are better the last two weeks. Uh, I will point out that the Panthers got shut out again. They haven't scored since the Packers left town. Yes. <laughs> so as you know, like I'm not, I'm not done. There's no way that he gets to come back in my book. I'm sorry. Um, he just, he just, I guess it'll take a Super Bowl. Then you have no complaints, right? Then you can give like, all right, I guess I have to eat crow on this. Um, but between his, uh, with the Panthers again, uh, not scoring. And, uh, I don't know if you were listening close. I said the other day, uh, or, or prior coming on with, with the guys before you, um, I'm happy for Joe Barry because now he's got two really good games to put on his resume for his next job. Uh, when he, when he comes out. Uh, but Dallas will make some mistakes. Don't if you if you kind of let them to it. Zach, uh, Dak, Dak will screw it up for you if, if if you let them. They come in hot. I'm with you. I don't know that there's a quarterback right now that's playing better. Uh, I am constantly amazed at who catches the ball when he throws it. You know, it used to be like okay, sixty percent of them were oh, there's Devontae Adams, or there was for years down. Like every time he throws it, you're like, who is that? Because there's six different guys, or it could be the tight ends. Um, so the array of which he spreads the ball to me is is crazy. That you know, here here again, here's Bo Melton. Here is uh, uh, here's Wicks. Here's Reed. Know, is he, he, Reed Heath is catching pass. You're like, like how many guys do they have in the roster that can catch a pass? Anybody who's got a uniform yeah. on. When all we heard for years was they just have nobody. How about to catch Sims? Rogers has nobody he can throw to. There's yes. nobody he can throw to. Correct. Yeah. Apparently they turn that around, or it just the other guy is more willing to. By the way, have you noticed how few 
plays he gives up on. And I don't, I don't mean to make this a horrible criticism for Aaron, but boy, when that pay, play went south, he was quick to whip it out of bounds. He was done. He's like, all right, let's throw it down the sideline. He completed a lot of them to the ball boys and the guys in the opposing sideline. Uh, this cat seems, I, I can't think of ones where he's totally thrown five or six away. Oh, by the way, the completion percentage he had in this one, what was he, like 27 for 32? It's the best completion percentage against the Bears in, in, uh, since 1950. Uh, he, he did things. His overall numbers are better than every one of the two guys that were in front of him, which is astounding, is it not? Like, we're like, okay, hopefully he can play. He had better first-year numbers than Favre and better first-year numbers uh, than, than Rodgers. And, oh, by the way, he has the best number ever. I'm going to the playoffs, seven seed or not. He's playing again this week, which those other two cats did not. Um, so I, I just, I like, at this point now, 49 to 12 or 31 to 27 or three nothing like this season is now such a huge uh six hugely successful season far and away above expectations hopefully they don't you know they don't rest on that but i i don't know how the packers don't go out of this and think wow we have really we have reset and righted the ship and we can really go. It's not that the ship needed to be righted, uh, but it just needed to be reestablished uh, or however you want to take it. Um, but it, it, like the new era appears to be set and upon us, and I don't know that there's any reason they should not be successful now for a long time when you've got everybody in that offense, at least in terms of skill position, right, which is in a first or second year. And, and then, oh, by the way, the, the highest paid guy is still uh, Aaron Rodgers on the offense. <laughs> so we get, we get $40 million on cap money back. Uh, good no, the Lord knows what they might be able to do. Keep going. Keep going. I just so, want to hear you talk and be happy and be amazed <laughs> and can't wait till the unhappy. game. What, I, Listen, I don't, I don't know unhappy. how you there can be happy. I'm, dis- I'm disgusted with people on occasion. Oh, they go, I know. We haven't unhappy. gotten to the old man version. I thought of that was a segment, the fourth quarter. Well, the old man version. Like for example, version. I don't think that there's possible. I don't think it's possible to be more excited about a Packer team making the playoffs in your life than this one. If I'm wrong, let me know. Wow. I'm trying to end my life. In your in life. life. In my life, 58. So that takes in the two Super Bowls. Yes. One and two. Right. Yep. Um, and then, and we had to go to seventy. What two? That was Bart's. Uh, that was that was a Dan Devine line with yeah. uh, with Brockington. That was good. Except the what was it? Fourteen seven with the Redskins beat. Yeah, they beat them fourteen. Yeah, but you knew they weren't. You knew they weren't good. And that uh, no, Bart Starr made it guys. one year in the strike year. And yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, that was when they beat the Cardinals. Then got beat by Dallas. Yes. You know, that's what. I, that's the other thing. I feel like this becomes at some point a rite of passage for a Packers team oh. to establish itself okay. as good. Right, the sixties. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, I just uh, sixty-seven championship games, sixty-seven. You're not. Uh, they're not only. They're Both not only making the playoffs. They have a quarterback that everybody knows. He gives us a chance. Gives it. You can win a Super Bowl with this Jordan Lovett quarterback, right? That's my. Yeah, that, should, not, that should be my discount liquor Twitter poll question. I mean, he would have to continue playing somewhere near this level. But can I was will, going through today? I was right. going through the standings, uh, the teams, and I thought. How many quarterbacks are there right now yeah. that you would flip for Jordan Love? And I came up with seven that you would maybe even get consideration. Sure. Yeah. 
That's it. But it's like, even more wow. than that. Right now, right now, he's the hottest quarterback in the NFL. Maybe Don Mikowski was for seven or eight games. Someone would have to look. I mean, it's so. But it, they weren't going in. They weren't going to the playoffs. Although they did, you know, that, that yeah. year that they, they so, I bet they, I bet they so would have made it if seven teams got in. <laughs> they would have made it. Yes. And remember, they, they pounded on the 49ers pretty good that went on to win the Super Bowl. That team did. Yes. Yes, they did. And then he got hurt. All right. Did. We're going to take a break and then more listening to seven, two and a half, John Anderson. Um, can't wait to hear what you're going to have next. John Anderson of ESPN. Met somebody today. Said, yeah, that's the John Anderson from ESPN. I go, well, no. They go, what do you mean? Yeah, I go, no, that's seven, two and a half. He high jumped seven, two and a half. Every time you look at John Anderson when he's on at ESPN, you think, Damn. That dude did seven, two, and a half. It'll take over the country. I want I want you to run into a hundred people. Don't tell me till it gets to a hundred. I know we're a little short. All right, let's get to the Packers. Uh, anything more you want to say? We'll have Rob Namaski coming up uh, at five thirty. Uh, you wanted him on. He's on. Um, I said. I told you. Go ahead. Did I tell you about the time I applied for the job in Milwaukee and John Anderson was working there? At Channel 6, I did not know. Clearly a huge mistake. So he's working there, and I apply for the job, and uh, they look at my tape, and I get What were you doing at the time? Where were you at the I, time? What work did you I do? I was uh, the weekend guy in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Whoa. weekend. And the guy said to me, uh, would you consider changing your name? Because John Anderson is already here. And I thought I was very funny, and I said to the guy, sure, how about Bart Starr? <laughs> Uh, and he did not laugh. That is he good. He did not move, and he did not ever call me back, and I did not get the job. And so apparently, the the lesson there is like, don't be, don't be no, snarky. No, there is no the lesson. For a you know what? The, you know what my uh, lesson to that would have been? You don't. You're lucky that guy didn't hire you. You don't want to <laughs> work for a guy who doesn't appreciate how good that is. I thought it was a really funny joke, and uh, better that than if you said, said Brent no. Fullwood or or. Uh, <laughs> We like, we like Randy forward. Wright. Randy Wright. How about that? That would have yeah, been good, too. Ooh. Boy, did yeah, they tell is... everybody there that uh, they could have hired you and didn't? I, you know, I don't know. Oh, I'm know. sure. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think the guy that might have tipped me to it was a guy that was in Tulsa, but just a short amount of time was in Milwaukee forever. Kevin Hunt. Remember Kevin Hunt? Sure. Very good. Yes. He, he owned this bar. He was fantastic. They yeah. left here, went then, to Phoenix or somewhere. I think I don't know. He what came to Tulsa and he was there like seven days. Like he was I, for whatever reason it was, he was there and then he was gone. Yeah. Uh, really shortly, whatever con. I don't know if he ever. That's funny. Con, my uh, my yeah. mom is from Tulsa, and so I, I you got to play at Southern Hills all the time. I bet. Oh baby, that's a great course. Yeah, I don't I don't mind getting out on that track. Oh. It's, uh, it, it's one of the it's no, nice. it's one of the great courses in this country. Could could have so, a major he, every year. Here's my grumpy old man yeah. for you, okay? Because I know you're waiting for this. I am. And it's funny that you want to segment because I always thought when I was fortunate enough to cover the U.S. Open uh, when ESPN had the rights, I always thought Andy North, two-time U.S. Open champion, and Curtis Strange, two-time, two-time US, US Open, Open champion, champion. Yeah. those guys should have like a crusty old, the, the old guy Muppets segment talking about the U.S. <laughs> Open because they're really like if the if – if the rough isn't up to your kneecaps and you don't shoot plus seven for the four days, it's not really a yeah. U.S. Open. And they look at everybody and goes, hey, par is a good score. Let me just tell you right. this. Par is right. a good score. 
Yes, because and you picked perfectly because they both won it twice. And so that puts you at a whole different elite level where you can do and say whatever you want about the U.S. Open. But these all crazy. Yeah. And they're like these crazy kids in our technology shooting four under par. It's a travesty. Like it's just, you know, it's it's, so here's here's my crusty old Andy North Curtis Strange thing is that Carlson missed another extra point. And this guy's going to cost me a game. He's going to cost me a game before Joe Barry blows another game. He's missed 11 kicks. I need the youngster from from Auburn to be better, okay? Because, like, especially in the playoffs, like, somewhere that point's going to matter. It was 17-9, to 9, right? Like, at some point, the point matters. I need him. Or did he miss the extra – he missed the he missed the field goal. Uh, whatever he missed another kick. Well, he missed a field goal. Yeah, I want to ask you this question. You finish, but I, I we should do a poll question. I think most people would want the Packers to pick up Mason Crosby for the playoffs. I mean, still going to get the kids, still good. We're doing with kids, but would you rather yeah. have Mason Crosby as the kicker for the Packers in the playoff game? Hell yes. Right, right now, in a heartbeat. Yeah. Okay, back to your story. In Sorry to interrupt for the I'll eighth take, time. I'll take. I'll take whichever one of the Jackies we had. Jeff or Chris, whichever one of those we have, I'll take. Right. I'll take one of those guys. Man, they both kicked at Missouri, so I like them both. I guess maybe one kicked at El Paso, whatever. But I'll take a Jackie before I take this guy. He, he's killing me when it comes through. So tell me, where where does this thing go? If the Packers are going to win this, how do they do that? Right? They they can't. I don't think they can try to match power firepower. I no, it, no, it has to be close. You know, the upset. Yep. It has to be close. And then when it gets close, the Cowboys got to screw up. And uh, I think the Cowboys have to screw up. And I think I, I'm with you. I think it has to be kind of like last week. I, I would like fewer possessions than more possessions. Yeah, I just don't think you can stop the Cowboys at home. Would they win 13 in a row now? Something like that. It's, it's a, They're averaging ridiculous. 38 points a game Yeah, at a, home. There's a, they're, they're a different group there than they are on the road. That's for sure. So, you know, it's always you got to win. The, you got to win the turnover thing by a little bit. But the, the, the biggest strength is, is that the Packer offense – they 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 believe they can win the game. I mean, there there there's an, a level of confidence. It has nothing to me. It doesn't have anything to do with them being young and him being a young quarterback. And it has to do on how they're playing. We we're watching it. They're open. Everybody's open. He's hitting everybody. <laughs> Remember when, when when nobody was open and they couldn't get and a then, first down. Now, I mean, they had to make major screw ups to prevent from scoring thirty points last week, right? I mean, the end of the half yeah. and the missed field goal and then the fumble. The end of the half, the yeah. fumble, yeah. No, at no point did the Bears' defense right. clamp down. And at the that. end of the game, they had to run the ball. It's, you know, they they should have scored 30 points. Might and, have been more impressive running out the clock, getting it on whatever it was, the five-yard line, and yeah. just burning all six minutes off the clock when they had, they had the team in three timeouts. Yep. Like, that was the most impressive scoring drive of the day, and it had no scoring to it. That was, like, by far the best drive of the day. It was incredible uh, how they managed to, to pound it. And then on top of that, so much of this that makes it work, though, is if number 33 catches it, uh, carries it 20 times yep. and goes for 100 yards. Like, this goes back to, like, I don't know, the second show we did in that conversation about why are we not giving it to 33 more and what he averages per carry. But, boy, when he's really good – I said this last week, when 33 is good and they block for him like that, he makes the game easier for everybody. He makes the game so much easier for number 10. And then once it's easy for him, all the other guys that are running free in the secondary becomes easy for them. Like Jones, what he's done the last two weeks uh, just can't be 
uh, underestimated. Can't, you just can't minimize how important that is and how much easier that has made the game for Love and everybody else on that offense. John Anderson, ESPN, high jump, seven, two and a half. He said, I want Rob Demosky on my show. He's next. Yes, off the air, seven, two and a half, John Anderson of ESPN. I'm talking with Pebble because he's a huge Michigan fan, and I said, how does it feel? You, They can stink for the next 10 years, and you shouldn't care. This hasn't happened in 70 years. He goes, I'll oh, give him two years. <laughs> what a jerk. Is that a fan? Two years you could be out after experiencing something that no one has had the chance for 72 years. Talk to him, John Anderson. Come on. Talk to Pebble. Okay, so uh, at our place, at ESPN, everybody's got the five-year rule. You can't bitch for five years. Oh. That, uh, yeah, you get five. But here's the problem, because the Red Sox then won the World Series for whatever it was after 100-some-odd years, whatever they were, maybe 86. It wasn't quite like the Cubs. And all these people in and around the New England area like, oh, now I can die happy, and I took a picture of you know the, the last out and put it on my dad's grave. All these people that you know could die none of them died so in two years they were mad and cantankerous again and luckily they won some more but i I like to think you get a five-year pass from from there and especially if you're a michigan fan because now that that uh, you know harbaugh is going to go coach the chargers and you got to find another guy to to do the job that you hope isn't is that an opinion or is that john anderson espn i feel pretty sure of this that is not a scoop that is just my my thought yeah. That is just that okay. is my opinion. That is there that is not based in anything that Adam Schefter has told me or or Kirk Herbstreet. That is uh that is just how I think I was trying play. to think if he won the Super Bowl, that would be elite as college and pros, but not because Jimmy Johnson's done it. Jimmy Johnson And Pete Carroll did it too, didn't what? he? Pete Carroll did it also. Yeah, That's correct. And Jimmy Johnson also did it as a player at Arkansas, so I can't. Yeah, that's that, that. That one's disputed on how on how you decide if he, <laughs> yes. he got one. But I, I guess because that's back when they gave out. But like I don't know if you, you know, if he wants to go in the NFL. Can I say this about Pete Carroll? Yes. How many people with the Packers, if they hadn't made it, and thankfully the 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 would have been just ripped that Pete Carroll is the guy that would have gotten in. I think that would have been like the worst case. Putting the Saints. Put in the Cardinals. I don't care who it was. I think that if the Packers had lost and it was Pete Carroll who had gotten the seventh seed, I think that would have made people even more apoplectic about about losing that game. Yes or no? Um, I get yeah, probably. I don't. I don't. You know. I mean, if you're you losing know? to the Bears and you don't get in because of that, it's going to be hard for anybody to. Uh, well, I just think it, that, that that Pete Carroll would have been the beneficiary would have made people yes. angry. Yeah, that I, would I add, add to the list. What we ever do to have to deal with this with Pete Carroll? Come on. Again, you know, we've had enough of that guy. Onside kicks and simultaneous possessions. And, yeah, I just don't like that. Uh, he might be a wonderful man, but I just feel like we've done enough for Pete Carroll in his life that he didn't need one more thing yeah. from the pack. Well, the Packers and fans. Rob Domowski doesn't need to wait any longer. I just thought that uh, Pebble no. was being rude. <laughs> 98 is, is now joining us yes i believe he is there hello how are you guys 68 68 yes 
68. Yeah. I am you, 98. You, did, you dislike that as much as when I tell Jason Wilde 291? I mean, you, there, there was just, you have no appreciation for what you did. So go ahead. <laughs> Rob Domowski. Of ESPN comes the Green Bay Packers. Take it away, Give John. me the vibe in that state. I felt like that, um, like the Packers have made uh, the playoffs how many times in the last 30 years? 25? Like, it's ridiculous. I yeah. felt watching the stadium, watching the reaction, reading everything, this felt more like 95 and Thigpen dropping the ball than anything since. There was just such a delight, even if it's the seventh seed and getting in the playoffs, uh, I, I, in, in what the expectations were. What did you see when you were there? What did you feel? How, you know, what, what kind of vibe did you get from that game? Yeah, I think walking out of the press box down to the to the post game press conference area, John. Like we we walked. There's like a catwalk that goes above the concourse. It's like you know floor one and a half or whatever. And 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 the the vibe and the celebration of people as they spilled out uh, of the seats into the concourse and outside. It was um, it was incredibly uh, celebratory. And um, you know it did feel like they won a playoff game. Um, and, 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 you know, it, it, the hard thing is, you know, it could end obviously this week. And and if it does, I still think that the vibe will still be pretty good around this team, depending on how the game goes. I mean, if they get blown out, you know, I think it'll be, it'll be, it won't be as good, but I still think the vibe around this team right now is, Hey, you know, this was a, a, a heck of a recovery, a heck of a run, and the future looks pretty bright. Yeah, pretty what bright. Is the, what, is the, what is the sense you get from LaFleur, from the head coach in that, uh, like, does he, uh, it's oftentimes you hear for this, and this is, this is one of the few times, I'm not here to slam Aaron Rodgers, but he was in partnership with Aaron those first few years. Uh, does he? Yep. Can you tell? Does he enjoy coaching this team more than the other one? That it's young and it's, it's you're, you're molding and you're doing maybe more coaching than you did. Like, what is his relationship and kind of his feel about this team compared to some of yeah. the others? So I think it evolved. I think when when I sat down with him in training camp this summer, uh, and and even let's go back to even like the spring before they even traded Rodgers, remember, remember the comment that he had at the, I think it was at the owners' meetings where it was like, hey, Aaron Rodgers made a lot of people around here a lot of money. And, and to me, mm-hmm. that told him that he was, wor- you know, he was worried that, um, you know, that they wouldn't be as successful without Rodgers. And, and I, I think even he even felt that way going into training camp. I started going into the season late in training camp. I remember sitting there talking to him, and he goes, boy, you know, I just, I just I don't know if these tight ends are experienced enough. I don't know if we have – you know, I don't know if we have enough at the receiver spot. And, um, you know, I think this started out as a really, really hard year for him uh, and the staff. And, you know, I think they kind of showed their mettle a little bit. Um, you know, I'm talking about the offensive staff. Um, you know, forget forget the defensive staff for a minute. Um, you know, from an offensive standpoint, um, I'm not sure there's a, a group that did a better job from a coaching perspective this year. Now, part of the head coach's job is to hire the right guys on defense and I still don't think he did that and don't think he has the, the right people or person in place for that. So, you, you know, you probably can't, you can't give him coach of the year votes because of it. But if you were just going offensive coach of the year, I, I think he'd have to be up there. Who would you, who would, uh, well, he's not going to get it. 
Um, no. Because no Jimmy one, Ryan's will yeah, no one's really or... even kept track of the Packers. I don't think I'm, a, you know, I mean, like the Pro Bowl doesn't all that show that uh, while right. it's been an amazing run, they're just uh, yeah. so the they, fact Homer that they have no Pro Bowlers right. should tell you it was even a better coaching job, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. That's a great question to ask you because I'm curious to your thoughts on. Well, nobody's uh, they're too young to be appreciated yet, but. In a couple of years, it might become clear, or will become clear, certainly, how good some of these guys yeah. are. Right, right. Well, it's like it's like the, there's there's an old saying that, and I've heard this uttered a few times that if you put one more Lombardi era Packer in the Hall of Fame, maybe you ought to take Lombardi out. You know, maybe he wasn't that great of a coach. <laughs> uh, but but I do think I, I do think that uh, that you're right that how we look at this roster now versus how we look at it, you know, three, four years from now and, and see how many of these guys become, if these guys become, you know, Pro Bowl type players, if they become, you know, game, uh, game record type players, then, then I, you know, maybe we'll look at this differently. I, I have a piece, you know, running tomorrow on ESPN.com about how Jordan Love did something that, you know, Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre never did, and that's lead their team to the playoffs their first year as a starter. And no matter what Love does the rest of the way, you know, no one can take that away yeah, from Yeah, let me, can I, Rob, Rob, can I ask one thing that you yeah. mentioned? Yeah. Would either of yeah. them have made it if seven teams got in the division? Yes, yes, Favre would have. And, okay. and had they lost the tiebreaker. They lost the tiebreaker to Washington. If you remember, oh. they lost. They got blown out in their last game uh, against, I isn't think, it, Isn't it necessary to admit that? It is absolutely, okay. and that's in the story too. Right. But I knew, I knew point. you would put it in the story. I didn't ask you if you put it in the story. I knew you would put it in the story. Yeah. But here's my point, though. In that Homer is like going back and looking at those teams. Uh, you know, Sterling Sharp was in his prime. Uh, Brett had Jackie Harris, a veteran tight end. Rogers, who they were, Rogers was out of the playoffs by week fifteen, completely out, yeah. eliminated. And and he had Greg Jennings, Donald Driver. Donald Lee, uh, Ryan Grant, and guys like that. Yeah, no, so this is that part of it's not even close. Back. It is yeah. of all they've done that he, in a first year quarterback, did it with this group. Now, as I said, if in two yeah. years two of them are all pros or whatever, you'll judge. But th- that's yeah, that's the biggest story of all. You keep yeah. it's and not possible. Point. Yeah, <laughs> that's the point. Is that you know let's let's see you know what we what we look back at these guys like you know what they're like in a couple of years. But right now, it looks really remarkable. Yeah, neither Farver Rogers ever had a year like the one Love has had, given given just what you said. I don't even know what's close. I'm, rubbing, I'm writing down, change all opinions if Bo Melton makes Hall of Fame. Writing that no, down on my shirt right now. Away. But, like, I mean, you're Favre, it's, it's impossible because people aren't old enough to, for people to know how good Sterling Sharp was. I mean, Sterling Sharp yeah, I mean, made Brett Favre at that point in his so career. Yeah, and and he was at the prime of his career in, what, 92, 93, and then it, what did it add, 94? No, he was a Hall of Fame wide receiver, first battle yeah. is great. And then yeah, and, and then Rod, what Rodgers had, unbelievable. Now, yeah. I don't know if Holmgren yep. would back this up or, or not, but uh, Sterling, when he worked for us, he said one time that, you know, he had the, the laminated play sheet. And, and they had all the calls he wanted. But then he had on the back, he had several that were just for Sterling Sharps. And he used to say to the guys, yeah. the rest of the guys, don't make me just turn over and use all these plays, okay? Let's everybody try to participate. Because if I have to, I'll turn it over and we'll just call these. 
Now, I, like I said, I don't, I don't know if he's just telling stories and, and, and kind of trying to reinforce how great he was. but um, Not in the slightest, but defer to Rob Demosky yeah. on that. Well, let, yeah, let, let's, let's, make, let's equate that to, to, this, to this team. And, and this was a topic the last couple of weeks is, are you better off having one guy like that, like Sterling Sharp, like Aaron or uh, Devontae Adams, or a Jordy Nelson. Are you better off having one guy that when you absolutely know you have to have a play, you can call that play for him and nine times out of ten he's going to make it? Or are you better off having three guys, four guys that are, you know, wide receiver number two level of players like they have right now? And we've seen, you know, even with Matt LaFleur, we've seen it both ways. We've now seen it this way um, in really the last two years where they haven't had a number one. Uh, and then we've seen it with Devontae Adams where he was the number one. And and I don't know. I'm not sure what's better. I part I would lean probably toward it's better to have one guy that you absolutely know on third and six. If you throw a seven yard slant, uh, he's going to catch it, and you're going to have a first down. Uh, but I do think there are some benefits to having a group like this. Where and and, and like let's say you, you let's say you had to rank their five receivers right now. Uh, you might rank them one way. You know, Jaden Reed might be the best guy this week. Next week, if Christian Watson comes back and has a big game, you might say he's the number one receiver. So I do think that there's a, an interesting dynamic and, and an interesting contradiction between those two offensive philosophies. And it's, you know, it's not that it's a philosophy. It's just, hey, this is what you have, and this is how you're going to live with it. By the way, I watched Jaden Reed, and I think he's really smart. Even when he doesn't have the ball, he seems to be in the right spot. He seems to know what he's doing. Like He, he looks like he really understands the game, even if the ball's not in his hands. Uh, and you could you could see that right away in training camp too. Uh, listen, uh, can we? Uh, the difference this team has made in that because you talk about only using one guy receiver wise. I'm trying to think the last time the Packers only had one running back take all the carries. And like the idea that that Jones seems to be at the the idea that Jones seems to be at you know sort of peak efficiency here. Like, how easy does he make Ten's job and everybody else's when he's like that? Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, I don't think it's any coincidence that the, their last three weeks have been, you know, maybe their best three offensive games of the year, and, and Aaron Jones is a huge, huge part of it. The, the thing that I – and I'm saying this anecdotally without looking at the stat sheet in front of me, uh, he's actually not made as many plays in the passing game, it feels like. Nope. And I think, you know, you go back to some of those games – He's had a couple big games against Dallas, and if I'm not mistaken, some of those were out of the, were as a receiver catching the ball out of the backfield. Um, you know, so so I think there's there's maybe even more that they haven't gotten to with Aaron Jones yet, and and we'll see if they mm-hmm. go that way or if they just feel like they have so many options in the pass game that that he they don't need to use him in the pass game because his hands are a little suspect at times. Is this so the most surprising uh, experience you've ever had? In terms of a Packer team making the playoffs or whatever, is that overstating? Is this the most surprising? Yes. Um, maybe. I don't, yeah, probably just because of the, the roster makeup. But the run-the-table year really felt like it was improbable. Um, that, that was, what, mm-hmm. 2016? That felt like, boy, it's a, as that thing went on, you were like, they lost in Philly. They lost. Uh, they lost two games in a row out on the East Coast on, on, on night games. And I just remember thinking, boy, this just doesn't feel right. You know, this does not feel like a playoff team. So it's it, in 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 my time, it's probably you know one of those two teams. How many playoff games have you covered in Dallas with this team? 
Uh, or against well, Dallas, six, period. 16, uh, then going to the Des Bryant game here. See, I, I didn't get here, John, until uh, 97, so I missed all those playoffs. Oh, games so you missed the three before that. Dallas. Yeah, I couldn't I, – I was not I, – I remember getting here, and in, you know, 90 uh, – was it 96, they didn't have to play Dallas, right? And 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 then there was kind of that – not that there was any asterisks over because you win the Super Bowl, you dominate the way they did. But then, mm-hmm. remember, they played in 97 in the regular season um, here. I believe it was 97, and everyone was like, okay, well, they didn't have to play them in the, uh, in the playoffs that year, so this is like, can they finally beat Dallas? And and they did. Um, I believe it was mm-hmm. at Lambeau, if I'm not mistaken, in '97 yes. or '98. Uh, I'm trying to find it right here. '97. Yeah, they beat Dallas 45-17, and it was like okay. Uh, and and that happened to be the week after they lost to Indianapolis, who was 0 and 10. If you remember that one, but but like <laughs> you know, I had always heard these stories about how yep, the Packers can't beat the Cowboys. Doesn't matter. Even they, they even won the Super Bowl. And they didn't have to play the Cowboys. You know, they avoided the Cowboys because I think Carolina upset them, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's, 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 it's a great – I think those are great games. Um, you know, to me, the, the Des Bryant catch game was, was unreal. Um, and then the 16 game with the pass to Jared Cook. And uh, Todd Archer and I uh, did an oral history on that a couple of the year after on that one play. And uh, we're actually revisiting it because do you remember what Jared Cook, like how he toe-tapped and bent, bent his knees uh, to catch mm-hmm. that ball on the sideline? Well, Dak Prescott said the other day that he called it the Michael Jackson pose because uh, if, you, if, you, if you can envision that, that catch in your mind, he did. He was on his toes, and he was kind of like, you know, crouched down, and it did look like a Michael Jackson uh, All right, Rob, pose. I'm going to have to cut this off because we don't have okay. any time left for the show. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. You're the best. The best. Have a good one. Next. I should not be on the show. Domofsky should be on the show. No, no. <laughs> Saganiac Planning, named synonymous with employed debt benefits and top-notch service, and I've shortchanged them because I didn't put in doing it well for over 50 years. That's how they have the answers for confusing insurance decisions. That's how they come up with the idea of level-funded health insurance. Because they've been doing it well for so long. Yes, Saganiac Planning, a name synonymous with employee benefits and top-notch service and family-owned, doing it well for over 50 years. And a phone number you can remember. Saganiac Planning, 262-783. Roger Maris, Roger Maris, 6161. Go to WisconsinOnDemand.com because you want to listen to Rob Domoski five more times. It was phenomenal. And no, but he's he's never going to be ahead of you. Just so you know, Johnny Anderson. Well, That's nice of you to listen, say that, but no. They'll get they'll get guy. rid of me. The two of you might have time <laughs> next week. Just Homer, just leave. And I'm okay with that. Well, it's only if you have a game. Otherwise, there's no, no way we no. can have that. I can have, can uh, have I can have Demosky and Anderson, not necessarily in that order, do do the third quarter, and I'm gone. And then Pebble can inform you when you've uh, run out of time. What would what are the chances that at the end of this this 2023 Regular NFL season, Jordan Love would have 4,000 yards and Aaron Rodgers would have four snaps. There's like, uh, is that not just one of the craziest no, things to think about? It reinforces what many have said. God is a Packer fan. You couldn't have asked. <laughs> I mean, you know the whole line about the guy goes and and uh, and sees somebody's hot and then he sees uh, 
uh, sees, I don't know if it's Bart Starr's house, and then he sees a house even bigger, and and uh, or I don't know what it was, and it has Packer emblems, or Elway. Elway said, like my house, there's a bigger house, and it's got the Packers, and we just beat the Packers. Whose house is that? And the guy goes, well, is that Brett Favre? No, that's God's house. So, yeah, well, if, if, if you wanted it, is that not perfect? Is that not perfect? That's so perfect, people wouldn't even think of that, right? Nobody could. Nobody can question that. I don't care where they're from. Right. So, but it's better than anybody could have imagined. If you had suggested that, they would have yeah. said, uh, "John, I like you, but you're being greedy, right?" That's it. Come on, you're asking for too much. I have been tempered all through the last 18 weeks and 17 games. I'm all in now. That the season is better than it could have been hoped for. I think they have a chance in in Dallas because the brother loves travel and salvation. So, Greg uh, Council can still go to hell for being with the Cubs. And other than and, and the last thing is I like holy crap, I think I gotta go to jump in the lake now with a bunch of other Yahoos from this uh this ESPN Wisconsin station. And that's gonna stink. Nah, not that badly. <laughs> John Anderson, ESPN seven two and a half. This is good next. <laughs>